Welcome, welcome, welcome to our community, our tribe, my people. I am so happy that you found your way here and that in between all the pings and the dings and the world wanting shit from you, every single person in your life, you made the time to do something for you. And that is really damn cool. I am so excited, guys, to announce this. I have a partnership with the Washington Speakers Bureau. Amazing humans, amazing humans. I cannot speak highly enough about the beautiful, authentic, human, purpose-driven people that I've, I've worked with there. And I am linking below uh, our collaboration content on the intentional living method. If you read that and there is anything that really sticks out to you, I would love to bring it into the rooms you're in. Corporations, associations, schools, uh, academia, any, any room that you're in, I would love to link arms and bring these words and this movement and these micro steps and these small intentional decisions that we make in these micro moments and these micro decisions that have this beautiful ripple impact in our life. So check it out. The shout out this week goes to the power of friendships. Oh my God, power of friendships. I just yesterday, I spent time with my mom and her friends from nursing school. So they've been together, they've been friends for 49 years, 49 years of friendship. And the last time I saw them, I was 13 and I'm 39. So after seeing, after not seeing them for 20 plus years, we spent some time together yesterday and it's like, we didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a beat. There's something about those true friendships, those people that are meant to be in your life that you don't need to see every day or hell, it could even be 20 plus years, but it pick right up like you didn't miss a beat. May we relish in those friendships and may we make them a priority because when we get busy and life gets busy, isn't it friendships, isn't it connection that the first thing that goes? So I gotta give a shout out to the beautiful badass humans of Cookie and Puppy who are tribe members. I have so many great memories of growing them. The three of them, Puppy, Cookie, and my mom, were all single mothers at the same time and really band together to create these beautiful moments that I still remember to this day and how sometimes I don't remember what day it is. So here's to the moments. To any of our new tribe members, it's my hope that this content found you either through a friend or uh, just happenstance online and you were intrigued. I am so happy you're here. My name is Megan Miller. I'm a TEDx and global speaker, international best-selling author, and founder of The Intentional Living Method, which is geared to share with you these words and, and things that I needed for so long. Mass down, human first for the high-performing, go-getting individual that feels that they're just existing, living to make it through the day, living to make it to Friday, to share with you these things that were never taught. The, the power of these intentional micro steps to change the conversation in here, the one with yourself, the one that you're never taught, because I'm here to tell you, you can have a life that you actually want to be a part of, not one that you need a vacation from and not one that you're existing and you know who's going to give it to it. You, you are. 
Welcome to putting attention to intention. So I gotta set the scene for you. If you guys are watching us on YouTube right now, I'm looking my best self. I can't say the last time I washed my hair. That seems to be a trend with me these days. Anyone else over washing their hair? I'll tell you, I don't know when this whole lazy shit started with me, but I'm actually just over, you know, you're sweaty, you're hot. It's a commitment. So I can't tell you the last time there's been some shampoo and conditioner in this bad boy. And I'm also in Haskell, a Meg Miller staple, as a girlfriend told me the other day. God bless a house coat. It is almost seven o'clock. I am recording this in our spare bedroom on the floor. There's like a mattress staring back at me that has no sheets on it, but yet some decorative pillows. So I guess I got somewhere in this room since I've been here last year. You guys ever have that spare room in your house that you like never go into? And then you open the door and you're like, oh, I guess this is where I threw that shit. That's where I am. We are, um, I didn't want to wake my family up uh, because we are going to a wedding this weekend. And the quietness, the morning quietness is my soul food time. I never thought that I would be a morning person. If you would have told my college ass self that the mornings were my zenden, were my time, I would have told you, oh, hell no. You know, here's to allowing yourself to change my friend, that feeling of discomfort, that's your soul. That's divine self saying that you are ready for something new. So here's to leaning into it, my friend, because when you do that, you're on the verge of something really fluffing cool. So don't run from it, my friend, lean into it. And there's no need to be scared. I say that all the time. I was just telling a girlfriend this the other day. Even just two weeks ago, if I had some advice to myself in that moment, I would say, don't be so damn scared. And also, too, don't feel like you need to have everything so controlled. That's the other thing I'm working on right now with where I am in my journey is to not feel like I have to have everything so controlled to roll with it a little bit more, to have trust that the universe will deliver to me something so much more special than I could ever have planned out in my checklist and my spreadsheets and my task list and my calendar invites. So here is to allowing yourself, my friend, to loosen the grip on the reel of life because that's where the real beautiful shit comes in. As I said, we're on our way to a wedding this weekend. Allie's with us, my stepdaughter, and uh, I love attending a wedding. I love it. Like I was just telling a friend the other day, can we give some more airtime to the fact that I love attending a wedding even more, I think, than I did my own? I Listen, it was a beautiful day marrying the love of my life, but I had so much anxiety about making sure everybody had a good time. So much anxiety with the planning, so much anxiety with the family drama that when you can just roll right up into a nice wedding, a good party, you kick your heels up, you celebrate, you bring the cupcake or the cake back to your room so you can have a little snack later. My mom told me that. Best words of advice. Take that with you. 
My friends, the next wedding you have, you might think to yourself, you know what? I don't want the dessert. I'm not hungry. I'm having a nice time. The cocktails are flowing. I'm kicking up my feet. My friend, you're going to regret not getting that cake when you come back to the hotel room. I have. So here, my friend, is to a little nugget of wisdom. Thank you, mama. Grab the ta- grab the cake. Take it back. Speaking of, of these decisions in the moment, this is what I want to take you on today. These micro choices that we make in these micro moments that tell the story of our life. You know, we think that it has to be these big rip the bandaid off decisions, right? The divorce or the ending the relationship, the cleanse, the packing up and moving, the leaving the job. But here's what I want you to know, my friend, the trajectory of your life, because I've seen it, And I've done it. I still am is done in these micro choices and these micro moments. This week, I had a conversation with a friend of mine doing some consulting work with them in their organization to breathe this intentionality, this trust, this vulnerability within their organization. So it becomes a habit, a thread of who they are. And it ripple impacts through their organization for more innovation, creativity, trust, all of these things that we're so hungry for. And someone on the phone, we had a call, someone on the phone had said something that really got me thinking. He had said, yes, you know, we want to do these things, but we're just so busy. And someone back said to him, yes, but it's in the choices that you make. And I thought, oh, hell yeah, it's in the choices that you make choices that you make. And it made me flash back to some choices that I had made this week that I don't think I would have made even just a few months ago. So here's to relishing in these small little choices that you're making every day that you don't even give any street cred to. So for me, it was Ali's with us. And we don't see her nearly enough. Life is busy. And it's really important to be around the dining room table together. I grew up that way. It's always been something that's very important to me. But it's interesting that when you get busy, these things that you say are important to you kind of go by the wayside, i.e. So dinner time, what, six o'clock? I had things in my calendar all the way until 7 p.m. Because overcommitment is the name of my game. I'm working on it, my friends. And as I looked in my calendar, because you know that's my love language, to talk to Michael about what time we were going to have dinner and what we were going to eat and blah, blah, blah. I saw that I had these calls till 7. And my knee-jerk reaction was, I thought to myself, well, I can meet you guys. Can we Can we push dinner back? I can meet you guys later. I can, I can come downstairs at like 7.15. And then I thought, no, 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 no. I am going to make my family a priority. I'm going to practice what I preach. So I moved my cause. And here's the thing. I didn't make up any big, long laundry list of lies. I told the truth. That's the other thing. Let's try that on for size. A little thing called telling the truth. And it's, a, it's, it's freeing. It will release the boulder on your back, my friends, that you don't even realize that you have. And so I told people that I had these calls with, hey, listen, guys, I've got to move this. My my stepdaughter's in. It's important for me to be present around the dining room table. And guess what they said back? That's great. I love that you're doing it. Let's move it. 
And so that is what I want you to leave this conversation with, my friend. These choices, these these micro moments, these micro decisions, and are you being intentional in these small decisions that you're making? Is it in line with the life that you want? Here's another example. As I was just chewing on this and thinking about this, the family piece, but a few months ago, I was at the airport. And a few years ago, I would have pulled my ass up to the bar. I would have had a drink. I would have worked. And instead, this time, I used the time at the airport to walk around in silence. People watch. Get my thoughts together. Get a little exercise in. And as I'm standing at one of those, what would you call it? Like one of the... um convenience stores at the airport, I had in one hand the uh, Swedish fish because God, I love me a Swedish fish. Back in my day, I used to be able to throw down. You guys remember those big tubs of Swedish fish you could get at Walmart? My mom would get them for me. I'd hide them in my room and man, I could go through one of those. And I'm talking, it's like a five pound bag. And then in the other hand, I had the cashews. And I thought to myself, what are you going to feel better on the other end? What would your future future self want? And I put down the Swedish fish and I got the cashews. And let me tell you, I felt like a fluffing rock star on the other end. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these micro decisions and these micro moments. So I want you to think about your own life. For instance, at the end of the day, when you feel exhausted and beat to shit, do you take the walk around the block to get some body movement to clear your head, your thoughts, or do you sit on the couch with the bottle of wine and then also have your phone in the other hand, aimlessly scrolling after you've been on the damn phone all day? Do you pick up the fruit when you want a snack or do you run to the ice cream? Do you place the call to the friend that you miss, power friendships? Or do you say, God, I really don't feel like talking on the phone right now. Do you apply for the job or do you say, you know what, this job's not really that bad. I want you, my friend, to pay attention to these micro decisions that you are making in these micro moments because that's where you start. You know, I think by 40, 50, 60, 30, doesn't matter the age, we could all write the same memoir. My life was meant for more. There has to be more, but you don't know where to start. It feels overwhelming. You're exhausted. And if you're like me, someone who is scared shitless of change, you will do the things that don't even serve you anymore, i.e. having the phone up and checking the emails, even though you said you needed a moment away and that you're going to be present with your family, pouring the extra drink, overspending, going to the Amazon, saying, "I here I am, I'm doing it again. So you get yourself in this wolf and shame cycle and you can't break out of it. And how you break out of it, how you begin to change the narrative with that gremlin that lives in your damn brain that just won't shut the hell up is these micro moments and these micro decisions. And then I want you to ask yourself the same question that I often asked myself when Michael and I were talking about the dinner with Allie, when I was standing at the convenience store with the Swedish fish in one hand and the cashews in the other hand. And I also just had a whole flashback. I think I also had cashew um, circus peanuts 
with the Swedish fish. I used, they make me think of my Aunt Joyce. You guys ever have like that snack that makes you think of family? I think that's the other thing about why we go to the ship is the emotional connection to it all. But I want you to think when you are in that moment, what would my future self want? And make a decision based off that. And it is a beautiful thing, the ripple impact that is about to come in your life. And listen, you're not going to say it, just look at a split, my friend. You need to do this consistently. But when you begin to do it, when you begin to think to yourself in those micro moments and those micro decisions, what would my future self want? It's amazing the narrative that begins to change with yourself. You can look it up. It's called the habit loop. I think it's the most interesting thing on the voice that's the grumbling in your brain that, hey, listen, you still need because there's something about the growth. It's something about defeating that asshole that that gives you the juice in life. So you need him. But when he turns down just a little bit and this nicer voice begins to show up, the one that says, you got your own back, the one that says, sign up for that, the one that says, hit the send, the one that says, make the call. It's amazing how the conversations you have with yourself the one you've never been taught how to have begins to change. And guess what, my friend? Every room then you're in changes. Every conversation you have changes. Here is to the power of asking yourself, what would my future self want? Thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And most importantly, for showing up for your damn self. Isn't it? Isn't that the person that we cancel on the first for anything? So my friend, take a moment to celebrate the fact you showed up, you did something for you. If you feel inclined, if if anything in this in this community or this episode spoke to you, please do me a solid and share with your tribe three friends that you can think of. Share it with them. Like it, rate it. It does make a difference in sharing our community. If you didn't know, we do have a pod, we do have a YouTube channel. I'm linking it below. If you want to watch me and my house coat here and my jacked up hair, feel free to pull up a seat and join us. Till next time, my friend, carry on with intention. <laughs>